This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yelton, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep. Both on and off the field, here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome to Utopia. All right, John, you ready for a few rapid fire for real or fugazes? Always. Always ready. Okay, for those of you who are new to the pod, just tuning in, we appreciate you. First, A, tell a friend. Um, B, this is called for real or fugazes. We do this generally on Mondays. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take five or six topics, just quick one-hit sentences. I'll read them as if they are fact. If John agrees with them as if they are fact, he will say for real. If he disagrees with them, he thinks I'm way off, he thinks I'm out of my tree, uh, John will say, Bugazzi. Bugazzi. It's Italian for counterfeit. All right, John, so let's, let's rock and roll here. Let's start with a couple Texans ones. Um, the biggest data point for C.J. Stroud in the preseason – as far as evaluating him, will be the combined practices with Miami and the New Orleans Saints. For real or Fugazi? For real. He's going to have four practices against them. And, of course, he'll wear a red jersey and he can't be touched. But his receivers are going to be covered. The linemen are going to be rushing him. They won't hit him. And uh, it'll, it'll be a great uh, test for him. And then, of course, he'll get in at least two of the games, maybe three. But I can't wait to see him in those joint practices. I can't either. That's going to be fun. We haven't had those, John, in about four years, right? No, Cully and Lovey Smith didn't want to do them. It's, uh, you know, Nick Casario did them every year in New England, and but they leave it up to the head coach, and the Binko's all for it. Yep. All right, next one, sticking with the Texans. 2023 is a make-or-break season for wide receiver Nico Collins. For real or Fugazi? For real, again, he's been there two years. He's been hurt too much. Remember, he he was he didn't play his last year at Michigan. He's a third round pick. He's he's just showed enough to be so enticing. His size, his speed, his acrobatic catches in camp last year, but he just couldn't stay healthy. And you know, they're going to address wide receiver next year more than they did. This year when they drafted two. It's a huge year for Nico Collins. He's got to prove he can stay on the field more than anything else. He's he's officially injury prone, John. It's you know, it's because it's not just been one injury. It's been three or four different ones that have kept him off of the field. So he's he is officially, according to Dr. Pendergast, injury prone. All right, next one. He's John. got a chance to make a lot of money. If he yeah. stays healthy and plays well, he'll get an extension before the last year of his contract. I agree. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, next one, John. There was a story that came out over the weekend that Aaron Rodgers nixed a possible trade to the New England Patriots in the offseason. Of course, he wound up with the Jets. For real or Fugazi, Aaron Rodgers would have been better off going to the New England Patriots than the New York Jets. Fugazi, Aaron Rodgers, idiosyncrasies. And, and Bill Belichick, can you imagine if Belichick had Rodgers and DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, oh yes. Head. And so Rodgers wanted – he said he wanted to go to the Jets all along. Yeah. And that story may be true. It would have meant, meant they'd given up on Mac Jones. Because Rodgers has said but in the past, before he went into the darkness, and, that he wanted to play a lot of more years. Mm-hmm. And then because he was unhappy the last two years – with the Packers, he wouldn't say anything except that year. So I expect if he plays well for the Jets, he's going to keep playing as long as he plays oh, yeah. well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, all right, sticking with the theme of Green Bay, I guess, um, Jordan Love recently said in an interview that the sky is the limit for Green Bay's offense this year. John Ferreira for Gazy, the Green Bay Packers, in the first year post-Aaron Rodgers, will finish in the upper half of the league in scoring. For real or Fugazi? Fugazi, they just gave up a quarterback's one of the all-time best. I'll see some people say greatest ever, and I want to throw up, but he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And Jordan Love, who boy, they've been so lucky. Going back to the Brett Favre trade that was initiated by Ron Wolf, the GM, and then with no interest in a quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers was there. General manager Ted Thompson took him, and he watched for three years. Those were two tremendous decisions. They got to suffer a little bit. You know, the Texans have suffered a long time over quarterbacks for one reason or another. It's time the Packers suffered. And it might not be Jordan Love's fault, but I don't see their offense being that high that prolific that they're going to rank that high. I'm I'm with you on that one. I think that's a Fugazi as well. All right, two more, John. Let's do an Astros one here. Uh, The Major League Baseball All-Star teams will be named by the end of the month. For real or Fugazi, Framber Valdez will be the lone All-Star game representative for the Houston Astros. Let me think one quick. I think that's for real. Yeah. Unless Kyle Tucker starts hitting some home runs and RBIs, his average is good. But there's so many good outfielders. Yeah, yeah. You know, I look at the Rangers. I look at a lot of teams. I read every box score mm-hmm. every night. All these teams have guys with 300 hitters and double-digit home runs. And, the, and some teams have four or five. And the Astros just struggling at the plate. Lack mm-hmm. of consistency. You know, Bregman been in a slump till he got – uh, three hits against the Reds in the last game, and yeah. and he's been up and down. But anyway, I think that'll in uh, now you can research this. What is the fewest number of All Star selections the year after a team wins the World Series? It's a great question. I don't know. That feels like one we could throw to one of those stats websites, and maybe they'll spit it back out to us. That's a great question because every team's got to have at least one. 
but usually just one, that designation is reserved for teams that aren't very good, as, you're, as you point out. Now, I, if Jordan Alvarez were healthy, he would clearly be going to the All-Star game. And he may get voted in. You know, he, he, he was among the top three in the fan voting for outfielders um, at the first, you know, at the first uh, release of the voting, the, the, you know, the initial wave of voting tabulations. He was third among outfielders behind Judge and Trout. Because um, Otani is listed as a DH on the ballot, um, and Jordan's an outfielder on the ballot, so the top six outfielders will go to that run. They do that runoff now, you know, John, where they take the top two at every position, top six in the outfield, and Altuve is second at second base right now, but he's way behind Marcus Simeon, who's probably going to win the runoff against him. I would well, first of all, if Alvarez is healthy, he'll be there, yeah. even if he just comes back for a week before the selections are made. Yeah, and if he doesn't get voted in. You know he's going to get selected, yeah. and but uh, and I wish Alvarez was were healthy and would compete in the home run derby. Yeah, I that's would never love happened. to see what he could do. Yeah. Ronald Acuna said like five or six home runs at 460 feet. Yeah, boy, I'd love to see those guys together. And I've never seen a good explanation of why he doesn't do it. But don't you know Major League Baseball would love to have him in there? I would predict he will never do the home run derby because of how how injury prone he is, you know, it's, you know, if he got an oblique issue, there's no way he'd do it this year. Even if he were healthy, there's no way he'd do it this year coming off a four week of oblique. The one good thing about Alvarez, well, many good things about Alvarez, but within the context of this conversation and the injuries, the one thing I'm not concerned about as soon as it's time for him to play again, I don't even know that he needs time in Sugar Land. He, he, he's a guy who can pick up a bat and just start hitting, you know, after not hitting for a month. Right. They'd have to bring in some more stands. They set the all-time record with they would. Altuve. Oh, they'd have, dude. have to bring or jack up the prices. They'd be scalping them. Yep. You know, the injury that he has, you got to be so careful because you can strain it again. Yes. And it'd be worse. It's almost like when he's 100%, they got to wait another week. Yep. Especially last- a guy that swings as hard as Exactly. Can. Exactly. All right. Last one, John. When uh, when Jake Myers made the uh, circus catch in the outfield to preserve Hunter Brown's win last week, Hunter Brown said he's treating Jake Myers to the butter cake at Mastro's. For real or fugazi, John, the Mastro's butter cake is the best dessert in the city of Houston. Well, I've, I've only been able to eat at Mastro's once because I can't afford it. But since it's Tillman Fertitta's restaurant, I'll say that's for real. Yeah, it's really good. Amy and I went there. We won a weekend at the Post Oak at the Texans, like season premiere event the Texans had last year. We were we won one of the raffles uh, for we won a two night stay at the Post Oak filming for Tina's hotel. So we we sell we kind of celebrated our anniversary like two months later, and we went to Mastro's the night we were there. I'm the same as you. I, that's like the second time I've been. I think it's the first time I've ever been where I've actually been the one paying. You know, usually I try to piggyback Wallace Marsh when he goes to Mastro's. That's my methodology. Um, they have an off-the-menu version of the butter cake that has blueberry. It's like a blueberry butter cake with a big scoop of ice cream on top. You're killing me. It's killing so me. good. So oh, good. Yeah. yeah. It's delicious.